0: Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio.
1: And now it's time for our reading in the New Testament, and our verses will come from the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 26. We'll read through to chapter 5, verse 20. Now, God promises that His harvest will be magnificent and prolific, the best fruit ever grown. You know, your witness may be weak, and your efforts may seem to influence so few, but the Word of God is a powerful growth agent. Keep your eyes on the great harvest to come and don't let bad soil or weeds discourage you from faithful service and witness. Jesus used this parable to explain that although Christianity had very small beginnings, it would grow into a worldwide community of believers. When you feel alone in your stand for Christ, realize that God is building a worldwide kingdom. He has faithful followers in every part of the world. Your faith, no matter how small, Can join with that of others to accomplish great things. Now, the lake that we'll read about here in Scripture today in the New Testament is, of course, the Sea of Galilee, a body of water 680 feet below sea level and surrounded by hills. Winds blowing across the land intensify close to the sea, often causing violent and unexpected storms. The disciples were seasoned fishermen who had spent their lives fishing on this huge lake, But uh, during this squall, they panicked. Problems occur in every area of life. Storms come, don't they? The disciples needed rest, but they encountered a terrible storm. Now, the Christian life may have more stormy weather than calm seas. As Christ's followers, be prepared for the storms that will surely come. Don't surrender to the stress, but remain resilient and recover from setbacks. With faith in Christ, you can pray... Trust and move ahead. When a squall approaches, lean into the wind and trust God. The disciples lived with Jesus, but they underestimated him. They did not see that his power applied to their very own situation. Jesus had been with his people for 20 centuries, and yet we, like the disciples, underestimate his power to handle crises in our lives. The disciples did not yet know enough about Jesus. And we can make the same excuse. Although we cannot be sure why demon possession occurs, we know that evil spirits can use the human body to distort and destroy people's relationship with God and likeness to Him. Even today, demons are dangerous, powerful, and destructive. Now, while it's important to recognize their evil activity, we should avoid any curiosity about or involvement with demonic forces or the occult. If we resist the devil and his influences... He will flee from us. And with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. February 20th, the New Testament, Mark chapter 4, verse 26, through chapter 5, verse 20. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of the wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle, for the harvest time has come. Jesus said, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and birds can make nests in its shade. Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they could understand. In fact, in His public ministry, He never taught without using parables, but afterward, when He was alone with His disciples, He explained everything to them. As evening came... Jesus said to his disciples, "'Let's cross to the other side of the lake.' So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, "'Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown?' When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, "'Silence! Be still!' Suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, "'Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith?' The disciples were absolutely terrified. "'Who is this man?' they asked each other. "'Even the winds and waves obey him.' So they arrived at the other side of the lake, in the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from a cemetery to meet him. This man lived among the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, What is your name? And he replied, My name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the spirits begged. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of two thousand pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Then those who had seen what happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs. And the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus said, No, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. Psalm 37, verses 30 through 40. In this psalm here today, we'll learn the difference between the godly and the unrighteous, or the good and the evil, and how they stack up against each other. There are contrasts here in this psalm. We're told that the godly are smart because they get their wisdom from God. They've made God's law their own, so they're walking in God's path. Now, the wicked are quite different. The wicked hide and they stay in the darkness because the wicked they don't like the light any more than the devil likes the light so they wait in dark places to ambush other people along the way but uh, the godly person gets honored by God as we look around the world we see that uh, there are many wicked and ruthless people that do bad things and cause harm to other people and it seems to us when we see them they they look like they're just flourishing and doing quite well in the world and uh, we can often become a little concerned about that or even jealous But then this scripture tells us here today in Psalms that you turn your head for a moment and then look back and you see uh, how the mighty, the so-called mighty, have fallen. The wicked just perish. All of a sudden, they're gone. And again, the contrast continues. When you look at those who are good people, people that you know are godly people, you see a future awaiting them and you want to be more like them. And then we're told something very positive and very reassuring, and that is no matter what situation we're in, God rescues His people. The Lord rescues the godly ones. Psalm 37, verses 30 through 40. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from His path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly, looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed, or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along His path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and ruthless people flourishing like a tree in its native soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in Him. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 6 and 7. The godly are showered with blessings. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. We have happy memories of the godly, but the name of a wicked person rots away.
0: You sing, come just as you are. The skin and bones Smell like a ball You sure you want me there this way Okay I'm on my way Grab this bottle just in case I'm just too ashamed to pray I'm bringing this burden to you now Yeah, the prodigal son returns The only way that I know how The only way that I know how Gonna drive my steel horse down to the altar Put my hands on the tank and pray Lord, I ain't got much to offer And I ain't trying to die this way So may this bottle be the body And this bourbon be the blood If I pour it out, will you take my off. Give me the strength and never pick it up Here I stay. As I hear, you know, most folks don't understand that I'm talking about fooling out my best friend. But it sounds so sad, and that's how it is, and that's why it's gotta end. Lord, I'm trying by myself. Forget my pride, I need your help. I'm gonna drive my steroids down to the altar. Put my hands on the tank and pray. Lord, I ain't got much to offer, but I ain't trying to die this way. So may this bottle be the body, and this bourbon be the blood. If I pull it out, will you take my offer? Give me the strength to never pick it up. Here I stand, and just as I. Am. Love lost on broken memories Scars on the heart The skin I'm wearing Raise me up A brand new man So I can face this world Just as I am You sing come just as you and bones and broken heart You kept your word and here I stand Born again
2: Just as I am
3: standing. Here I am. After all I've been through, I survived. Every toil, every scare. I'm alive. By His grace, He is keeping me alive. By His grace.
0: This concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned
2: in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.